That was not bad. Uh, bad. (laughs) Name that NBA star. Uh, uh, Shaq. (laughs) Let's green eggs and have it. That's from Kazam. Shazam, isn't it? I think it's Kazam. I think it's Shazam. When he's the genie? I think it's Shazam. Look it up. The genie. I'll look it up right now. It's, I'll prove you wrong again. It's Kazam. The genie's name is Kazam, and no, he's a not. basketball genie. No, it's not. Dang it. I'm two and I two. I told it's Kazam. you. Son of a biscuit. I don't like I being wrong. I told you. I don't like being wrong. I don't like that. I told you. What did I tell I you? you? Didn't I tell you? Because I told you. That's Stanley. No, that is uh, <clears throat> from Family Guy. I don't really like Family Guy anymore. Well, I haven't watched it in a while, but I don't mind it. Well, right. hey, we uh, we could pair uh, you two together. That might be funny, and uh, yeah, we'll split up. It's a murder mystery episode. Oh, yeah. Hey, you ready to go? You recording? Ah, uh... I am. Okay, good. Your silence concerns me, although we're concerned that we're recording on the same thing. This concerns to a date. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got child neglect, sticky, bird shit, bird seed. All of this and more on this edition of Sequel Man, the podcast. Coming at you, not live from the Plaza Hotel. Two men talk about the films you care about. Or don't. It's the Sequel Men Podcast, and it starts right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of Sequel Men, the podcast. It is I, Christian Bring It All, uh, one of your hosts. <laughs> Very dramatic opening to go along with the movie. Yeah, and your turn. Tis I, the great Spencer. Hi, how are you? Good. Hi, how are you? Good. I'm doing great. Well, man, (laughs) no way home, really. Oh, I can't believe they just straight. I mean, Ned, of all people, to turn and kill Tom Holland, Spider-Man, to kill Tom Holland. I mean, accident or not, he did it. He had to choose between... MJ, Reed Richards, and Spider-Man, and he chose MJ. Luckily, Reed was super stretchy, but... You know what? Disclaimer, none of this is real. Uh, Well, well, we don't know. What if that's correct? Let's just each... You know what I know is real? Uh Uh-uh. That wasn't an Israel joke. Let's each make one prediction, and then we won't talk Spider-Man the rest of the thing. We'll do... One prediction? Yeah, this will be coming out after, so we'll know. People will know if we well, are right. Yeah. Or not. Just a disclaimer: we know this episode's going to come out after, but we're going to make a prediction, and then we can listen back and be like, "Wow, they were way off," or "Wow, wow, really Spencer was like on Jupiter." Okay, Aunt May dies. That's my big prediction. Now give me one, a simple prediction. A simple one. Yep. And then I want to know who you think bought Avengers Tower. I think Venom will show up in the after credits scene. That's fair. And He'll show up in some capacity for sure. I think Kang, the Nathaniel Richards of this timeline, bought 
Avengers Tower. That would be fine. Was that spoiler that that Easter egg you saw in Loki that you know, mentioned the Kang thing? I think that would be kind of a letdown <clears throat> for me because we're all expecting like Kingpin or uh, like um, being the Baxter building, you know, the Fantastic Four, which would make the most sense. I bet they show up in some capacity in the post. Actually, that would because make sense. because same director. We haven't heard anything about Fantastic Four. They could change the A reason. into the four. Exactly. And that would make sense. They've... Mm-hmm. But we're talking Home Alone 2, Lost whoa, in New whoa, York. Wait. Speaking of New York. Hold on. One yeah. last thing. Nathaniel Richards, I think, is supposed to be like an ancestor or descendant of Reed Richards. So oh, what real? if he is a, not Reed Richards, but it's Nathaniel Richards and he buys the tower becomes fantastic for uh, mr fantastic hmm. maybe he turns into kang or something i don't know nah, i don't know that would kind of tie we'll in we'll see we'll see what but, they do anyway speaking of new york deadpool shows up too okay anyway <clears throat> oh yeah i think you're, that's gonna be a thing i think that would be great all right but but new york new york lost in new york just like lost right. in this podcast i'm gonna say right off the bat i like this one better it's the one that I grew up with more. The other one came out before I was born. This one came out, or no, was that 90? I think, I think it, it was 91. 90. Oh, so it came, I was in, in 90 or 91? This one I was a couple years old. Look but it, it up was real just, quick. It Look was, it up. It was closer to me. And Philip, this movie. Philip, Philip, please. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Philip. <laughs> Put him in your purse. Put him in your purse. Home Alone was 90. 90. And, and this Home is 92. Alone 92. Well, 92. Okay. So I was. Young either but they way, make it sound like still. only a year has passed. But then he says he's 10 years old, and in the first one he was 8. So continuity errors are kind of... Yeah. Because they reference this movie, they're like, yeah, it happened last year. Yeah. But he could have been... Like his birthday, it could have been a weird thing where he was... This They m- don't care. This <laughs> mo- <laughs> that could be that. I mean, this Buzz is an adult in this one, so... This movie's like a, a basically a remix of the first movie... Where they took the concept, they're like, "How can we make a second one? Oh, the first one, they got lot, they got, you know, they had a bunch of drama at the airport. What if he went to the airport and got Made on the it. wrong flight, mm-hmm. and then went to the wrong town or city or whatever? That's the only way they could have made it different. Otherwise, he's just home alone Same, again. Same, but different. Ah, there we go, James. I'll get real for just a sec, not like emotional real, but just not goofy. This uh, movie actually holds a very special place in my heart because i remember watching it not even during christmas just during christmas and whenever i wanted to as a kid um it was a movie that and my mom is still alive but when i lived with her when i was a kid you know she it was just her and i and we would watch this together so it was one of our movies that we watched together a and then when she married this loser um who was like emotionally abusive i was young i didn't realize that i was using this movie Mm. in like as a like an escape from that because i would just go in my room and watch it because that's where i was could just be safe not that i was ever in danger but do you know what i mean like i was naive and i stayed that way unintentionally because i was like oh i'd rather be in here watching this movie in my room with the door closed in my own world where i don't have to listen to whatever argument they might be in or whatever um, so it was just, it was like a, an escape. And I always remember like watching it to fall asleep to, I, I mean, I watch movies to fall asleep to, so it wasn't 
like I had to have a movie. I just always have. So it was a movie that I would get hooked on and stay with for a long time. And it it big big part of my childhood. So we owned it on VHS. Mm-hmm. It was one of the the few movies that we did that was a a kids movie that I enjoyed watching. So, you know, this this one this one has the bigger nostalgia for me than the last one. So, I saw this one before the last one, even though I understood the references. Well, the I, the only reference I understood was that it happened once before. Yeah. And the paint cans, because those are like the big famous trap. But yeah, I even like that when they showed his hand with the M, the burn mark. I didn't understand that until no. I was like, oh okay. But that was cool. A lot of callbacks, which I like. But yeah, I I love this one. I love this one. I still have some. Some stuff to say about it, you know, goofy stuff that doesn't make sense, but I love it. It's a classic. It is. There's better characters in it. Or the the characters, I think, are a little better. Better characters? They're they're the same characters, but I think they're a little better. Like, Mm, yeah. Buzz is a little better because he's 30 in this one. (laughs) (laughs) So he's he's seen the error of his ways a little bit. (coughs) Even Uncle Frank has kind of a moment. At the no. very end, when he's cheering for Kevin. Yeah, Kevin! All right, Kevin! All right, Kevin! Yeah! Oh, you yeah. better not open any of mine. Right. They're not even labeled. No. Well, yeah. That's one of the notes I didn't write down. But yeah, like, what, what do you mean? They're all... And are they just all toys? <laughs> so the the adults aren't going to... I wanted to see Uncle Frank open one and have it be something cheap. Right. <laughs> that would be funny. Did you... I noticed a lot more dialogue this time watching it. Because I'm sitting paying attention, like background dialogue. Like, I know we're skipping to the end, but did you notice his aunt? Yeah, I like, keep, oh, the paper. keep the paper. Yep, yeah, never noticed that before. Also, when they're in Duncan's toy, when he's in Duncan's toy toy chest, mm-hmm. and it's just doing like a B roll establishing. There's a, a father with his daughter looking at a nutcracker. That's the director. Oh, it is Chris Columbus. Well, that's why that's why he got yeah audio because did you hear him? He's like, oh, and now. Look, you shake his hand, shake his hand, like telling his daughter to play with the. And I didn't know that, but that makes sense. That that's he would a, give himself a line. That's him and his daughter, Chris Columbus, director of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. His daughter, discoverer of America. <laughs> no, that's controversial. No, his no, daughter didn't. is one of the girl is the girl who gets sorted in the Sorcerer's Stone into Hufflepuff. I think I did know that part. Is yeah. that the same one that is in this? Hmm. Wouldn't she be old? Much the older? little redhead, because that came out in two thousand one. Oh, so I guess she would have be... been like eleven, ish. So she would have been age appropriate. Yeah, yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, little bit of trivia, little okay. trivia. Raja Gosnell's the editor again, but ah, <clears throat> uh, Raja. And then he Glenn. went, he went to go make uh, Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo Two. James uh, Gunn wrote Scooby Doo Two. <laughs> <laughs> I swallowed water. <laughs> it's only like SpongeBob trying to avoid writing an essay. No, I'm I'm not avoiding anything. No, I'm not avoiding anything. I um, his parents care about him a little bit more in this one. Really? Just at the beginning. I was gonna say at the airport. Cops are a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> that part was pretty Cops funny though. <laughs> well, we, we at least we, we haven't lost our luggage. <laughs> <laughs> the cop, I like how he's just completely not amused. Just okay. Do you have a picture of him? 
Competent cops that actually kind of care. Right. And then they're not sitting there eating donuts and his name's not Balzac. Oh, Balzac. Funny, John. John Hughes wrote and produced this movie again. Uh, thank you, Johnny Hugh. And he's a good writer. Because just like the last for movie. For the 90s, yeah. For just like the last movie, he there's such there's a lot of stuff like set up in the beginning that comes around by the end. Like establishing, oh, Kevin has a thing for Christmas trees. Oh, yep. and the clown, the inflatable clown. Oh, this. So on and so forth. The, the voiceover uh, thing that everybody yep. wanted. The Oh, the talk boy. The talk boy. The talk boy, yeah. yep. That gets heavily used. The um, Celebrity Ding Dang Dong Plaza <laughs> Hotel. I always remember that commercial oh, for sure. from when I was a kid. Yep, me too. And speaking me of, too. I actually... Last night, I went to my sister's house yeah. to help decorate her Christmas tree. Very fun. And we had dinner, and we watched Home Alone 2. So I watched it last night. Solid. I had to and finish that was watching cool. it while I was working out today. So We watched it a lot when we were kids, too. We had it on VHS as well. But <laughs> there's so... It's rewatchable to me. There's, the I don't know. It, it's There's a, something about the movie. It, well, I remember watching it in the 90s, VHS tape. Four by three aspect ratio. There wasn't widescreen at the time on the yep. full screen VHS. And just, I remember watching that movie a lot when we were kids. And I watched it. We had the first one, like I said, but we didn't watch it, the first one as much. My sister said she liked the first one better. But I like the second one better because it's more, <clears throat> it's the one I remember most and that I attribute more positively to. Me too. Like, oh my word, there's so many funny gags. Like, the the traps are funnier in this movie. They're more... They're and they're more lethal. More lethal. <laughs> and somehow, barely a scratch. No. <laughs> like, I can't believe it. I honestly can't believe it. Oh my gosh. I, like, he gets electrocuted. And it's just good. Uh, Harry's head gets blown up good i watched that on amc and they had like the little blurb things yeah where it was like fun fact this would have killed him because was that for every trap because every <laughs> trap would have killed them the bricks you know what i didn't notice what when he he's going through the house checking every light and i was like oh he's moving his head and i'm like it's like he wants to get hurt because he's turning every light on it's like don't touch him if you don't want to that's an issue with the movie i think well, it's we'll talk it's, about it's it later. Callback. But I had it's to get showing it. that he's more aware. I got a laugh when, you know, he pulls the one going into the bathroom and it's like, and his hair's on, heads on fire, and he's he just walking around, la di da. He looks in the mirror, he's like, he did it, he did it. Well, that's <laughs> I never realized he said that. that right away. I never realized he said he, he did it because I, he's like. I didn't like, because he, like, he tested all the lights, and he's like, Haha, I got him. And then he turns this one on, and he's like, oh, he did it. He did it. He actually did it. I didn't catch I couldn't that. believe it. it was, I'll have to rewatch that. And I love the wide shot out on the street with the windows. <laughs> when the, when the, yeah, and then somehow the whole he's floor just, exploded. He just, has dirt, he just has some black on his face okay cool and his hat blow up his, his hat looks like one like a cartoon smokestack that yeah. got blown up and its hinges are hanging off i would have died several times in this he blew his top these, anyway these traps are a lot more 
illogical. There's if I'm being honest. So many quote I remember all more of the lines from this movie. Oh, me because too. Because we watch you watched it like you said you watched it over and over. I watch it when I was a kid a lot too. So you recognize all these lines like two for five dollar, two for five dollar, four for the okay, kiddo. Like, yeah. <laughs> that there's uh, the what we all right, we've been, kiddo. We've been using this for almost he every did show. It. Did the, what? Uh, the uh, <laughs> the uh, we all do. That's in this one, and we're finally covering it. You'll have to put that clip in for sure. In the mischief. We, we all, all do. do. That and um, uh, what's another thing? Oh, yeah, the song. We don't I know that one. That line, like that song, always just comes. You know. You know what, you know what the caption said? Like, oh no, well, cooking with brandy. That's what I, it says. I thought it's oh, you're cooking, Frank. I think he says that. <laughs> He but said the that. caption on the first time said you're cooking with brandy. I wonder if. But the second time he says Frankie. He does. I think the caption was wrong. I think it was. I'm, but, I know it was because that's what he says. <laughs> oh, Uncle man. Frank's taking a shower and he'll yell at me. Well, since we're talking about acting, yeah. he's want me to. Let, we'll yeah. get into it. We'll get into it. All right. Beat that, you little trout sniffer. Sorry, I did what I did because Buzz humiliated me. And since he gets away with everything, I'll let him have it. And since you're also stupid to believe his lies, I don't care if your idiotic Florida trip gets wrecked or not. Who wants to spend Christmas in a tropical climate anyway? Kevin! Kevin, you walk out of here, you sleep on the third floor. Yeah, with me. So what else is new? You'd better not wreck my trip, you little sourpuss. Your dad's paying good money for it. Oh, wouldn't want to spoil your fun, Mr. Cheapskate. Act one. Once again, we are thrown into chaos in the McAllister house as the literal entire family is scrambling, trying to get ready for a vacation that somehow Peter can afford for the entire family in question. Again, Kevin has gone through early stages of puberty and has a slightly less annoying voice and seems a little more content with his parents. And they are even showing him signs of being good people. He, like, responding to him nicely, uh, uh, treating him like he's actually there. He has the classic talk boy that we all wanted, and like any annoying child, he records everything from a common commercial because the plot needs that info later, as well as Uncle Frank singing in the shower, which will come in handy down the road as well. Let's go out on the town, or actually just go down the road to the school auditorium where Kevin and Buzz have a Christmas choir concert in goofy-ass uniforms. Kevin has a solo, but guess the fuck what? Buzz can't even let him have this. For the entire auditorium, his parents, his choir director, the piano lady, probably the principal, the superintendent, to see. He messes with Kevin behind his back with the, with the glowy uh, fake candle lights, and... All the aforementioned population just lets it go. They're laughing. Doesn't try to intervene. Nothing. This man among children just gets to do this prank to which Kevin rightfully shoves him for embarrassing him and causes the whole class to fall off the bleachers. And his mother, who, mind you, was perfectly content just letting Buzz fuck with him, now is angry at Kevin for justifyingly fighting back. 
And then Buzz has the audacity to give a half-hearted apology to his family, followed by a backhanded comment to Kevin as he then approaches the stand to tell it like it is and finally stands up to that piece of shit Uncle Frank. Of course, he gets punished and wants to go on his own vacation. But all is forgiven the next morning when they scramble to make it to the airport on time and Kevin makes the trip but to his own fault as well as the piss poor airport security and gate checks that didn't let mama mac make sure her children all made it on the plane he boards the wrong plane mistakenly following who he thinks is his dad he ends up in new york while his family makes it to florida and he gets his wish once again to have freedom from his family also there's a newspaper clipping that gets blown on their door somewhere in here that says the wet bandits broke out during a prison riot so watch out for them <clears throat> how the hell did that happen how the hell did they get out because the plot come on harry we gotta get out of the here. riot how the riot? yeah, yeah. how do they <laughs> I so this know. i what's that smell it that's not this act i know i, I, I got an, i got ahead of myself um no. Yeah, for the thing that really bugged me, and I get that it's a 90s comedy again. I have to keep reminding myself that everything is elevated. What now? But just why does Kevin get called out in front of everybody for retaliating? Like, Hold on. Uh, if this was real, the director <clears throat> would have been like, he would have gone up there said, hey, you come with me or something. The principal wouldn't have let that happen. It wouldn't have happened. Well, they didn't want to interrupt the performance. No, but, but they would have gone behind the the risers and pulled like, hey, come with me, and whispered, you know, come with me. No, you know who would have done it? Who? You were missing during that entire solo. Thank you, because that's exactly what I was Let's thinking. Go talk about how we sing. <laughs> what is Buzz doing? I could you not. He's 30 years old, and these kids are in elementary school. <laughs> Christmas tree! My Christmas that. tree! Yeah. <laughs> That's another part that always stands Angels out. Angels in the snow, and then and then and glow, or whatever. But like Buzz, <laughs> Kevin's soul. How is he? And he's doing the drum. I'll say that was I. It's kind of way funny, to but keep his composure through his solo. Nobody, Kent, my sister, was saying, "Okay, that's a nobody." The whole auditorium would not be busting a gut like that. No, like and being mean to a little kid. No, they wouldn't. Like ah, because he's clearly they were like laughing like, stressed, like they were at an okay SNL recording. So stupid. But even if Uncle Frank was laughing, I thought that was kind of funny. And like you mentioned in the last it episode, was pretty Uncle- gall darn funny. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Immature or not, it was pretty gall darn funny. <laughs> this has he's, a lot of good quotes. He has such a memorable voice. Uncle Frank. Yes, he does. You better watch yourself. Your dad's paying good, good money, money for, this, for this. Or you better not ruin... What does he say? You better not ruin for this for me, you your little... Your dad's paying good money for this. Oh, wouldn't want to ruin your vacation, Mr. Cheapskate. I love that. Like, yes. Oh, man. Like, Kevin, like, come on. Give him some credit Who here. wants to spend Christmas in a tropical climate anyway? And I like how it rains. <laughs> so they get shafted. Funny story. My, my aunt and my uncle and my grandma... May she rest in peace. Went to Florida one Christmas. Usually we always, well, they go to Florida every, they went to Florida every um, 
like week after Christmas or in January. Mm-hmm. But this time they went early during Christmas time on Christmas, Christmas Eve, and it rained. So it was almost exactly like Home Alone two. And they're like, well, we're never doing that plane. again. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty gall darn funny. I'll, I'll tell you, Uncle Frank is Kev, a piece of crap, but I'm he sorry, has some funny. Beat that, you little trout sniffer. And then, like, well, here's parents, the thing: like, because Buzz tell. tricked everybody, I think Buzz got in trouble. It's just he's putting on this "I'm sorry" act, and then he. Kevin calls him out on it. It's like, since you're all so stupid for falling for Buzz's lies, I do hope that your vacation, I don't care if we have a good vacation or not. Who wants to spend Christmas tropical climbing anyway? And that's set up early with the, I have no Christmas tree. Well, we'll buy a little shiny silver one or decorate a palm tree. Do you see what Aunt Penelope got you for? Is she the inflatable one? clown to play with in the pool. And nobody would be caught dead playing with that clown in the pool in public. Would, that's cool. Back I in think the 90s? it's no. I it's like Ralphie getting the bunny costume. Oh, it's way better than that. <clears throat> that pool, like you can, I would, I'd play with it, and I'd play with that. Kevin, you better go get your tie on. You don't want to be late for the recital. Or <laughs> oh my, what a funny it's guy! In the bathroom. <laughs> Uncle Frank's taking a shower, and he said, "If I, if I ever, if I have walked in on him in the shower, I never feel like a real man." <laughs> yeah, which is a hilarious line. <laughs> Dad's like, you'll be fine. And his mom's yeah, like, I think it's just go in just there, grab it, and then and get out. Get out. Like he's like, I don't know how to respect. Just reach in there. Don't look. <laughs> I think they have a little more respect for Kevin after how he, quote unquote, grew up during the last movie. Like mm-hmm. bought up milk, eggs, and fabric softener. Yeah. What a funny guy. Now they do, <laughs> and they're treating you know like all right, Kevin. Um, that every kid that had a talk boy or any recording thing, like when I, I wanted first, one, when I had my very own video camera, I record like um, everything. Yeah, did everything because it was so cool that you could like watch what you were just doing. Like I recorded several hours of just me throughout the day, just walking around. Like I was moving at one time, I was moving rooms from downstairs to upstairs, and I just recorded mm-hmm. the entire day. And I was like, this is great. Wow. And it was stupid, but I did it, and I made the family watch. <laughs> and I'm like, we're watching this because it was funny. Like I commentated. I didn't just like you record. commentated. Yeah, I was holding the camera. I was comment. There was commentary, and I, I was talking to people. It was fun. We had a boombox that we recorded oh. with. It had a mic in it. We had a special tape where me and my four sisters like mm. recorded like several different different segments of just funny commentary little skits little this and that of course we lost the tape i'm sad about that yeah. but that's what we recorded with we didn't when we didn't have a talk boy we didn't have yeah, a camcorder we until later but i think the talk boy was made specifically for this movie probably like to, to incorporate yes. the oh yes let's have more of kevin using yes. this audio recording like the tv gag with the movie, with the angels and filthy souls, whatever. Let's have more of that, except it'll be him having a recorder, and we'll create a, a separate technology. device. But <clears throat> yes, yes. <laughs> Another <It's>, thing, <coughs> they that's do, what I would have done with that thing too. They do set up the sur- It's is it unrealistic for this to happen two times in a row? 
yes, but it's a comedy. Suspend your disbelief. And it happens different. And it happens different. Same, but different. But it's realistic how he gets separated. Because the guy's wearing the same exact oh, yeah. coat as his dad. Same haircut. And Later he, on in the movie, there's another guy wearing that same jacket. And he's so obsessed with his... Isn't it the guy selling the the pearls? No, it's a guy... Like, they don't focus on it. It's just okay. the guy that walks in the frame and out. Okay. But he stops He stops to change the batteries on his recorder. Mm-hmm. Which is totally realistic. That would be yes, like if is. I had my Game Boy running through the you airport. You have to do it right now. Yes. You cannot wait until you get on the plane. You no. have to do you it now. You don't understand that concept. You're like, no, what? Wait. Uh-uh. Exactly. If I wait, I might not get it. Totally realistic for a kid to do that. Yes, that is. Totally unrealistic for the stewardess to have almost zero reaction, like she was a robot that got bumped into and had to reset its servos for a second. She didn't had no visual reaction on her face to get what happened. Boredom. But make sure he locates his family exactly. before I, you. I said I almost said that during your intro. How he said it, he's like bored him. They wouldn't do that either. And but they make sure say, he finds his dad? family. What? Uh, yeah, they. Oh just, yeah, that would. No. All right, there he is. Okay, have a good flight. Oh here, Spencer. Sir, just so you know, is this your? Like what? They would have made absolute sure. Also. Speak French. They would have. <laughs> they, they would have. The Pompidou. Do you think that was a like a, a callback to the last one because they went to Paris? Ah, maybe. I think so. But why? I want to know what he's like, saying. They now. wouldn't have slowed him down if they'd have just let Kate stand there and make sure everybody got on the plane. But she's like, "No, ma'am, you need to get on because we got to get going." It's like, okay, whether I get on right now. Or if I go to the end and make sure, well, all, this, all these people still have to get on. So they did whether it again. I'm here or last, it's going to be the same amount of time. We're in the 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 terminals. <laughs> Excuse me, the terminals. So they're not going to take off with people in this terminal. It's going to be fine. Let me just make sure in everybody's the terminal. Here. Well, if everybody, if they're boarding and they're leaving at a scheduled time, then it's leaving. They're not yeah, going to wait. But they're Actually, in it that did happen because once you have and to pull the terminal back. That's true. But so with people <clears throat> on there, there's communication. We have more people. It's just airports Were there are a lot different in these ter- days. In the tube or whatever, going into the plane. Still? Yeah, yeah. Well, she should. Even- well, they. The, the explanation I think for that is that once again they're all confused because they're rushing to get on their plane to make their vacation. And you got, what was uh, Uncle Frank? And you guys gave the worst wake-up calls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of a funny line. Yeah. Uh, they do. You be the optimist. I'll be the realist. They do that make the sure that one. Kevin is with them in the van, at least. They do. Where's Kevin? 14. Good thing I have my own ticket. Or else, or just in case you guys try to ditch me. Which, funny. Ha, ha, ha. I watched a nostalgia critic review of this movie a while ago, and one of the things he points out is that the Kevin's performance seems a little phoned in in this movie, what? or not? It because yeah. it it would pass in the first movie because he's a little kid and he acts exactly how he should. But in this one, some of the some of the line deliveries are. Mm, I thought he was are fine. a little. Some of the line deliveries are a little line reading esque maybe <laughs> still fine i Sorry, I, lo- I still enjoy the movie oh yeah but he's good i think he's better he gets on one. the plane 
This covers what the city. Is that over there? It's New York, sir. <gasps> I is everything again. okay, sir? I'll be fine. My family's in Florida, I do. and I'm in New York. My family's, family's in, in Florida, Florida, and, and I'm, I'm in, in New York. New York. And I love that too. That's the only part I know. <laughs> it's just little Italy. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I, I almost forgot. I haven't seen the movie in a while. That, that Santa on stilts, which is kind of oh, yeah. goofy, creepy. Yeah. But, and of course, you get the World Trade Center. And New York is such a Christmas city. Like It is. I think you, when you were saying Home Alone, like it, the first one, is a good location, like it's a good setting because it's so cozy, you know, neighborhood. I actually feel cozier in this one for at least half of it because it's a hotel. And I love movies. Oh. Like, I love being in hotels. I love I hotels. My wife and I booked a hotel for a couple nights with, with not with just the two of us, no kids, uh, in a couple weeks. Like, just hotels are great, even with the family. Like, but I just, I love hotels because it's I not, it's something different and they're cozy. And I don't know, it's just fun. So I love the setting. I love everything that takes place in the hotel. Uh, I, yeah. Well, except for one element that I'll get to. One very small element that I wish wasn't in here, but it's okay. You still, I know what you're going to say. I don't know if you do. I do. But the workers are all in com- A that's certain that individual is in this movie. Oh, then yeah, you do. Um, that was before he was kind of a scumbag, though. I mean, he probably was. Mm. We just didn't know it. We didn't care because he wasn't. Oswald, you're the best son money can buy. It's not Oswald. Or Waldo. Waldo. Oswald. Oswaldo. Batman returned. (laughs) My name is not Oswald. (laughs) I'm Uh, not a human being. uh, But that's act two. Act one, though. Um... Yeah, good setup. The exact same setup. It's Chaos. it's a remix. It's he like he gets in trouble. It's like Chris Columbus, John Hughes is a DJ, and this is yeah. like a remix of a greatest hit. It's which what is sequels fine. used to be. It's the exact same movie, but a different setting. A different setting and hilarious. Still, that's what people liked. We but, want to see the same thing, but a little different. There is some weird stuff going. The traps are hilarious, but there's some stuff going on with between how gullible these robbers are in this movie yeah especially after the first one but i i don't i they don't show up in act one do they the fish market mm, that's act two that's That's where i have it okay but act one you get the almost the i the ideal view of new york like the like almost what you said we're seeing it through the eyes of kevin yeah, and like you bit. said, the World Trade Center, yeah. very cool to see that. And the helicopter back. shot on top of the World Trade Center. It's a yeah, little bitter. No, it's not the right way to say it. Uh, it's, melancholy, looking back on it yeah. now, seeing the two two towers are there. Yeah, through the lens of And they make such a big feature out of it in the mm-hmm. movie. But, yeah. But you know it's funny he never went to the uh 92 He never went to the um Statue of Liberty, did he? No. You think he looked at it through the binoculars. Oh, okay, thing, he did look at it. They did make a point to show Those things always okay. creeped me out. The binoculars? The binoculars thing cuz they look like a face almost and like the like shape. An owl. Yeah. That that's probably intentional. But but uh that's how everybody transitions. But yeah. uh anyway. But uh yeah. But uh <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah, uh, 
I hate that, but I say uh, it because it's just easy. It's ingrained in my mind. It's showing New York through the wonderment of the little kid who's never been there. Yes. And also showing like a veneer, the the shiny, comfortable veneer of New York. Um, He At he this moment, meets, before he even goes into the hotel. I failed to mention it. Because it's daylight. But, uh, he meets the, the bird so, lady. No, that's act two. No, that's a little later. Man, act one, these acts are so... The act Weird. one and both of these are so quick, but they're actually like a good twenty minutes. They just happen so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not much to say there's about it. There's still act some one. dirtiness though. Like I mean not dirtiness, dirtiness, but if you you've been in New York, haven't you? No, never. It's on my bucket list. It's great. But I've been to Chicago. There is some dirtiness to it. And I don't mean that in a mean way. Like Gotham. I'm just saying kinda like Gotham. You know, dirt. I'm not dirt, but just garbage. Oh, and it's a big city with a lot of people. Things like that. Exactly. You're yeah. gonna have that in a place like you that. You are. You are gonna have that. And you see that in the later acts of the movie. But yeah, not a whole lot to go on Act One. I mean, it does set it up again, but in the logic of the movie, it still foreshadows works. a lot. It foreshadows a lot with the even if it's minor with the whole obsession with the Christmas tree and and the talk boy and the the clown. It mm-hmm, sets up little things, mm-hmm. and it sets up pretty directly the bandits. They're the how thing he's anymore. able to afford all this shit Still with Kevin. Know. You want to carry my bag here, Kevin? Take my bag. Take my bag. Let's go. Come on. I like that interaction yeah. because he that he actually sounds like a dad, mm-hmm. and I know that's such a weird line to point out, but it's he's rushing in, but he's not being a jerk about it. Like Kevin, like we got to go here. Is that my bag? You're gonna take my bag? All right, you got my bag. Like that's fine. You got yeah. it, but we do have yeah. to go. Like and that you sets will up, get the batteries, um, and you can carry my bag, so you make sure you get it, but we have to go. And they mentioned the batteries, too, earlier, when Kevin's in their bedroom. I can't find my batteries. Yeah. Yeah. Again, such a kid thing to do. In the ant thing, now. doesn't the ant walk in? The mo- no, 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 not, not like the one. first one. She keeps her distance. Little bag. Just oh, kidding. man. She's probably I, a nice lady. Does Act 2 open with the when they realize that Kevin... Right on the wrong plane. Um, maybe I left this, that out. Give this to Kevin. Give this to Kevin. I did that. I didn't put that. That's one of that's an iconic scene. That is one of my favorite scenes. Kevin's not here. Kevin's, Kevin's not, here. not here. Kevin's not here. Kevin's not here. <sighs> Kevin's not here. What? <laughs> oh yeah, in the reaction of the dad. Kevin! What? Because <laughs> it's genuine. Like ah, oh, we did this again. I don't know if that's Act One or Act Two. We can. I mean, we just mentioned it. That's an iconic scene. It's like so. Said, it's one of my remember. favorite scenes in the whole movie. I always quote that. It's such a creative with way. People, like if somebody's not here, I'll say that like oh, and I'll I'll repeat it. Like it's just you know you ever like say something that you've just always said and you're like where did I get that from? And then you hear it in a movie and you're like that I that's where I got it from. I have that a lot with like Dane Cook stand up. Like I'll say quotes or versions of it. And I cannot remember where I got it from. Same with movies. And then I'll hear it and I'll be like, oh yeah, that was a real big influence on me. I'm sure it's happened with me before, but I can't think of it. Well, yours is with Star Joel, Wars. don't get mad. Yours is whenever you say, um, I couldn't do her innate. That's your thing. <laughs> Except you'll always know where that's from. There, we got it. We- well, that was, that was Star Wars. I know it was Star Wars, Wars, but... Um, I don't know. We can actually get into Act 2 if you want, since we're kind of talking about it already. Yeah. 
There's not really a whole. I mean, no. these are going to be quicker episodes, guys. Go ahead. These are quicker movies. All right. right along More act along. two <laughs> kevin briefly explores new york city by himself before checking into the plaza hotel where we meet the true villain of this story or any story donald trump his cameo and he just gives kevin directions to the lobby without question and assumes he has his parents with him <laughs> <laughs> kevin checks himself in again without anyone questioning him besides hey Where's your dad? Oh, your story seems legit. Cool. Here's the key. <laughs> the manager, I think he's the manager, does tell Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider's in this, by the way. <laughs> oh, he's a concierge. Yeah, Cedric. He tells him to keep an eye on Kevin because um, he's suspicious of a 10-year-old. Great. Uh, back at Florida, Mom and Pop McAllister speak to a competent police officer or detective or whatever he is, and they say they will monitor the situation and do more than the first movie it ever did. Uh, in a New York fish market, we get the big reveal that Harry and Marv are back, and they are out for revenge. Just kidding. They just want money at this point. He immediately makes himself at home, Kevin, at home and um, heads to the pool with a swimsuit that is too big for him, and he practices cannonballs. He then... Le- Do they not have kid sizes? I don't know. He then lounges... That's right, because he has to go yeah. through... Mm-hmm. He then lounges on the giant bed and watches a sequel to the gangster film he watched, uh, Angels with Filthier Souls, while the guy makes an ice cream sundae for him. Um, so, you know, that'll get used later. He has a junk food dinner that is crashed when the manager... I th- again, I think he's the manager. Tim Curry. Tim Curry's in this, too. Comes in to do some detective and privacy invasion. Well... Kevin uses that quick thinking of his to not only in the time that he, like, in a span of like a minute, inflates the giant clown, hooks a rig up to him, and makes a puppet out of it, out of it in the shower, and uses his recording of his Uncle Frank singing in the shower to scare off Timmy. Harry, and I have a thing on that, remind me. Harry and Marv plot their Christmas Eve plan to rob Duncan's toy chest. Kevin finally gets his cheese pizza all to himself in a limo while he watches The Grinch, and he goes to Duncan's Toy Chest for some overpriced candy and an underpriced Swiss Army knife. Mr. Duncan does a humble brag about how he will give all the profits from the night to the children's hospital. Kevin gives his allowance to the cause and receives two turtle doves, 
as a reward. <laughs> he then gets chased in broad daylight by the sticky bandits, as they call themselves now, and they don't even try to hide the fact that they're criminals as they just chase him and somehow trip on pearls Kevin tosses on the ground while other people just kind of walk over them. He tries to get help from the hotel people, but they only care about the fact that he has his father's credit card they think it's stolen. They actually think the police will arrest the child. Kevin leads them to his room and cranks the volume up on that previously mentioned gangster film to fool them into thinking there's a crazed guest with a gun. The sticky bandits are conveniently waiting by the loading dock exit, somehow knowing he'd end up there. They tell him their whole plan, and Kevin performs sexual assault on a woman so she will think it's Harry and Marv so he can get away. It works. Somewhere in here, his parents get a call that they got a flight to New York because they figured out he was there, and then they get a free hotel room because of the staff's incompetence. That might be an act three. I don't know. Kevin walks the streets of New York at night and meets all the scary freaks living there. He gets saved by the bird lady he once found disgusting uh, that I forgot to mention in the summary. He has... He goes to where she hangs out at this amazing concert hall and instead of just chilling there, he leaves to go try to kill Harry and Marv. They have a heart-to-heart like he and Mr. Marley did too and that whole thing. Um, First of all, I just want to say, there's no way he would get a room the same day that he called. No. This close to Christmas time in and New York, that, at the biggest hotel in New York. That city. phone call would go not go down over. like that. It is not that no. simple and quick to get a fucking reservation at the Plaza Hotel. No, what this is what would have said. Uh, yeah, sir, you're nuts because We're there's three days to Christmas. Do you know how many tourists are in this city? Yeah. The next room we have available is June of next year. Unreal. <laughs> yeah. But they're just, oh, yeah, let me just, you'll need a major credit card. Like, and it's a suite. It's not just like a, a peasant room. It's a suite. There's no way that's available. But for plot's sake, it is. We said a cancellation. I wish they'd have said that. Then it That would have made it. sense. Oh, come on. That was a mistake. But well, do you need to take father, Luna but, out? Because she's she whining at the door. Yeah. She just went out a while ago. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. Okay. If she continues whining, I'll let her out. Now you this close is the gate, right? Mikhail, yes. This Peter is McAllister, the father. the father. Credit card? You got it. That's one of the parts oh, I always geez. remember, too. Yeah, I mean, me, she needs to me go too. potty. Yes, that and the father. I say that a lot. <laughs> All right, you did close the gate. I did close the gate. Ah! What does he say? I think he says the celebrity ding ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't get it. <laughs> no. Celebrity ding dang dong, the Plaza Hotel. I always loved his voice now. 
good that's a Your tree tech for gun. Uh-huh. Noise. What's that noise? That's our furnace. Oh, okay. We had some, we had a, somebody come in to check it out today. Ah. Give us a whole big, super expensive quote. Uh-oh. We're going to go with a different company, I believe. That was a big company. We'll go with a mom and pop company. All right. What were we saying? Let's pick up right where we left off. Celebrity Plaza. Plaza. Ding, ding, dong. No, um, uh, it doesn't work. Talk okay. boy, credit card, blah, you blah, got blah. It. And then the lady at the counter, when he's given the whole shamil like at the cash register, at you're the checking. In, you're checking for in yourself. I'm confused. Yeah, like there's no. I. And why? No, I don't know. I. You know what always looked great to me? That pizza. Not. Well, that's a the thing, too. The Sunday. pizza, when they open the box and it's just steaming like it oh, came out of the so oven. Good. I wonder how they did that. But They probably just took one out of the oven. My sister basic visual was like, I always loved the ice cream. Like, I was obsessed with the oh, ice yeah, cream. That huge-ass sundae. And then Better the guy... get three. I'm not driving. I'm not driving. Yeah. <laughs> what is Cedric? Was... Cedric? Oh, you want a tip? And he gives gum. Him a gum. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, another one later. Oh, it's oh. okay. I have a little. I have some leftover. Tip leftover. No tip. No tip. Okay. <laughs> I always remember that part. <laughs> Me too. too. The Um. I I just realized. Yeah, the bathing suit thing is because it was his dad's bathing suit. Because he has to. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yikes. There, I I like that. You guys part mind if we work? I work on my cannonballs. Two no. things. <laughs> I like that he asked. That's respectful, and I like that they were just like, "Go ahead." They're like, like yeah, rich people, fun. and they don't even care. Yeah, like, have fun. I like that. They weren't just like, "Ugh." Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Um, giant bed. Watch. There was something that I had a problem with. Dude, I always loved the way. The, the 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 pantry looked. Oh yeah. When I was a kid, with the oh, cookies and gosh. the lights and the snacks and shit, especially oh. particularly the cookies. Mm. I always liked the cookies. Anytime there's anything like that, I'm just like, let's go. I, I want to go here. It's so funny how the guy just walks out. The guy. The the guy serving the ice cream. Oh. During yeah. the, he's just standing there and he doesn't even say, 
Anything else, sir? Before he leaves, anything else, Pastor Bruce? Just that, yeah. <laughs> what, what did I? What did I say? That'll be all, Alfred. Get the hell out of here. Get the, go answer some doors. Go, go, you. get the hell out of here. <laughs> um, um, the, what? There was something that I really had a problem with. And they had to have Donald Trump in the movie because he owned the Plaza property at the time. In, in order to let them Fine. use the building he had to have a cameo fine um he he puts together that sh oh that's it um mm. it's inconsistent the recording because it has a lot more than what he would have been able to record at the time he didn't start recording his uncle until halfway through that song oh. but somehow on the playback he has the beginning. Talking about, I wonder who could be. The end. He left before he <laughs> before he before said he I could heard. slap you silly. No, he was still in there, but he left before the. Oh, the old Frank. Frank. <laughs> he didn't record that. That always bothered me because I'm like, no, that's not. He didn't get. He didn't. He didn't capture that. Here, here. I'm the balloon. <laughs> <laughs> I always loved that part too. Yeah, the balloon always creeped me out though in the shower with bozo. its face and I think, it's bozo. I think you're right. But my dad hates bozo. By uh, the way, he always him. he only hates him because he made fun of our name when he was a kid. Made fun of your name. My dad's last name. What do you mean? He said, "My dad Wait, you like met told bozo? him." My dad met bozo. Or one of the bozos who was acting like bozo, and the guy, the bozo asked him for his name. He said, "Bring it all." And the bozo was like, "Bring it all, did you bring it all?" <laughs> oh, My dad's like, "I hate bozo ever since that day." <laughs> hey, fuck off! Oh, we're recording from a live studio. Whoa. We can't use that take. <laughs> um, I love the um the graphic match. That's what they call in the business when oh, a cut the, the Grinch mount. face. Oh, no, the Grinch face to Tim Curry's face. Yes. Well, match on act. That's or, very well, good. they call it a graphic match when there's one. It, look it up, okay? Look it's it a up, film people. term. Just look it up. I like the cup when he says goodnight, mom, when he's oh, looking he's out looking over out the, the skyline yeah. and then. Yeah. Starlight, starbright. Na, 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 na. I think John Williams wrote that for this movie. Probably did. It, it's supposed to be the somewhere in my memory of the movie. Like the new song, the new song in the movie. Oh, gotcha. The new yeah, Christmassy yeah, 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 song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Sticky Bandits. My sister... Sticky e Bandits. Uh, oh, that's rewind. the other My sister thing. even remembered the part where they... Uh, <coughs> with the credit card, how they process... Yeah. It worked. Excuse me? I mean... <laughs> yeah, the face... <laughs> Stolen credit card. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't let you use your stolen credit Why card. Why did he say it? Well, I mean, he's 10. He wouldn't have... Right. He would have panicked. That's what would have happened. Cedric, don't count your tips in public. <laughs> I always like that line. <clears throat> I quote this one way more than the first have one. Have a lovely day. 
I love that part, I, liked too, to, I was hoping I'd be able to... I'm afraid you're mistaken, mistaken sir. That, that whole scene is I gold. I love you. <laughs> My sister loves that it's scene, too. It's a lie. I swear, it's a lie. That's what... I, I, I've quoted that multiple times on this show. Yes, you have. The whole... What is it? Heath? Bony Bag? Bony Bag? Cliff? Cliff? <gasps> It's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> I like <laughs> And then just the, the sh- that part. You better get out of here. Before, he knows you little pervert before I slept, you silly. <laughs> Mr. McAllister. And cheese pizza. I like how he says that. Too. Cheese pizza. Um, Courtesy of the Plaza Hotel. The Sticky Bandits. How? He's got the Nigel Thornberry voice going. Or just Tim That's Curry voice That's going Tim on. Curry. Didn't, did he voice Nigel Thornberry? Yeah. Did he? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Um, when Sadly, I don't know if you heard, he had a stroke. I did not Back know in that. 2012, I think. Maybe I didn't. I did know that. Or, I, did know I can't that. remember the sad. year, but he can't. He's in a wheelchair now. Mm-hmm. He does fan meet and greets, though. Oh, cool. Online, like through video chat. Very cool. He voiced Palpatine in the last season of the Clone Wars. Ah. On the Netflix episodes. The great Clone Wars. Well, <laughs> that's all the time we oh. have for that. <clears throat> oh, yes. The, the one who won't watch no, the I Clone other, Wars. I have a lot of shows right oh, now. Oh, please. Right now. Um, when Joel, Marv, what are you doing here? <laughs> when Marv is just stealing shit off people. Nobody is just like, oh, uh, 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 nobody uh, can, give me that back. That's like, okay, first of all. hat's on your head and it's not on your head, you're going to notice. The yes. scarf around your neck, you're going to notice. Gloves. Your gloves, especially when the kid skates next to him, that kid's going to get yanked down to the ice. Right. And he's just stealing. <laughs> Whoa! Like that wouldn't. He turned into Crash Bandicoot. And those birds wouldn't have been that. Fr- well, I guess I've never been to New York. I bet they would be. What? Get the out slow, of here. Go on. Sl- get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Scram! Shoo! Shoo! I you shoot him. him. You shot him? You shot him? Gun? No! Shoo! Shoo! shoo. shoo. We gotta do that. I don't feel like watching The bird movies. fell on the, <laughs> the car. I have to watch that. The toupee right fell on the car. And Walter Matthau. You call 14 miles an hour quickly? <laughs> I gotta watch that scene. At least he um, went quickly. He... <laughs> He, uh, yeah, the, the wet bandit or the pulse. sticky bandits, they're back. Marv or Harry is still I, not big on you the. You know what uh, always fascinated me? The the tape glove? The sta- the tape glove and the pennies on them. I, I don't, I must have been not paying attention. I was, I, it always looked like candy or something to me on his glove, like the little brown pellets. I never realized they were pennies at the time. I never realized he was stealing the pennies. Every little bit helps. Every little bit helps. And that's a play on like. Oh, charity. And how does nobody see him do that? There's this guy that stuck his hand. Like, somebody would have like, whoa, 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 buddy, buddy. Uh-uh. Somebody would have seen him do uh-uh. that. Like, dude, it's New York. People would see all this stuff. But whatever. <laughs> he grabbed... This is just talking about our favorite parts. The the hand on the purse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks like he's trying to steal it, but he's it's just stuck. Oh, <laughs> Serves you right now. He Let's go. Did, it. did what? <laughs> Thanks. We meet again, or whatever. He, what does he say? Well, hello. He just well, says, hello. Well, hello. <laughs> Pit punches him, knocks him out. He did it. Did what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would have happened either. 
I love but that. I, it, good I part. right. All right, kiddo. <laughs> the uh, you know this also has the iconic scene that always legitimately scared me as a kid when he's walking through at night. At night when and there's people Watch talking it, to themselves. Yeah. And it's just amplified because he's that, a kid. Because it's nighttime. Hey, much better in here, kid. I love Kevin's face. <gasps> with the and then his foot gets stuck, and Bird Lady helps. Does she have a name in this? No. Just Bird Lady. Who remember? Her when he name. hugs her, it grows. Pierce Morgan. She would have smelled. <laughs> she kind of does look like him, but she would have smelled bad. Mm-hmm. There's bird poop on her, and those are the only clothes she has. She's homeless, I think. I like how Kevin realizes when he's running away. He's like, "Wait a minute, hold up." She just pulled my foot out of the thing, you so she's not saved my life. <laughs> what is that? Is that from what is that? That's from something. Oh, like, probably from Toy Story. You or you? You're, when he's like, uh, "Sorry, I thought you were gonna, you know, eat my friend." But he, Buzz, oh, they yeah. fixed you. That's Buzz, what they fixed me of. you. Because he's surprised. You're surprised. You think these people are bad people, but that's because no, you're, you're too shallow. Yeah, but the prostitutes. You need a mommy to read you a bedtime story. <laughs> it's like, keep walking, Kev. They were trying to sell themselves to, to a, a kid. That's disgusting. Well, and then then, a- that's New York, baby. <laughs> New York. NYC. Well, that's going into the 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 underbelly like oh it's dark it's nighttime and all the bad actors come out at night in the new york city you get the steam themselves. you get the gotham look the steam off the streets and on and kevin's uncle rob aunt georgette yeah convenient that they were there in their house and they have another apparently peter has another brother who lives in new york why weren't they on vacation with him that always confused me as a kid because I didn't put together that there was a different set. Um, I thought it was Uncle Frank's and Aunt Whoever's house. Oh, and I'm like, how would? Wouldn't he know that they went to Florida? Like he right. knows that they're. So but that confused so, me as a kid. But no, I get. Well, it. they weren't living you there. You can have other sets of aunts and uncles. Uh, the mom, Kate, was saying that. They're oh, weren't don't they have renovations? And then it cuts to Kevin going there yeah. and showing the house, and it's all ruined and dilapidated because it's getting renovated yes. inside. Um, and the houses next door, all the apartments or buildings have Christmas lights on. Yes, so, I I like this setting for the traps. Um, mm-hmm. Oh I, yeah, I I looking watching it now. Act two is so loaded. Yeah, like when he's talking to the bird lady. It's the same exact scenario with Mr. with Old Man Marley. He not realizes as, she's not, not as powerful though. No, but there she is some. She had a family, or no, 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 no. She had a husband. Didn't love her. She had a job. Now she doesn't because she was heartbroken. So what? She's quit her job because she was heartbroken. You got to move on, ma'am. But whatever. There's still some depth to it in there, but. But either way, they both force each other. We just don't get a conclusion to her story like we did, Mr. Old Man Marley. Her story wasn't as compelling no. as Marley's. No. Because he like talked about it was directly related to what Kevin did with how Yes. Between you know, the inverse relationship, Kevin and his family, him and his son on the yeah. outs. 
now it's just her heart got broken and she's afraid to have it broken again. So, she so she's afraid to talk to people. That doesn't relate to Kevin's problem, though. Kevin has no problem talking to people. He has no problem right. communicating with others. But she tells him to go do what's on his a, heart. A good deed. And then that's a when good like, deed. oh, I know. I know exactly what to do because I got to go stop them. They told me their whole plan because they're morons. Now I got to go stop them. But she did, she did give him some comforting words about the good deeds. Well, I, I've done so many bad deeds, I'm not sure I have enough time to do all the good deeds. I need to cancel the, the bad ones out. And he's like, well, it's Christmas Eve. Good deeds count for extra tonight. He's like, holy shit, really? I, I got to go right now then. She, I am getting on the good list yeah. tonight. Um. So go. What's important about, is for you, you to go out there. Me? Yeah, that would have been You're an a adult. little interesting. Can I show you it? something, or uh, just tell you this? There are people about to rob. Is there a phone in this concert hall? Can I call them? That scene always fascinated me. That they were above a concert hall, and that it was like filming a con. They, it's like a concert. Yeah. Duh. I would have stayed there but as a kid. That Kevin, was awesome, like, dude. It's terrifying out there after what I just saw. And Can she, I stay here tonight, that, please? The where she lives is awesome. With all the like antique instruments and theatrical yeah. stuff there, and She's Carnegie, and my sister actually was in there because she was part of a high school choir. I didn't they... see her. Was she in the background? No. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> she in a group of students in the choir. They all went on a trip, senior trip to New York, and I think they. They don't think they performed in Carnegie Hall, but they went there to like sightsee and they cool. sang they sang in that tunnel under the the arches in the park where marv and harry lose them when he climbs oh, in yeah, the box yeah. and they're whipping hats off a bunch of little kids and yeah. <laughs> we got him harry we got him that's not him put him down put him, put down. him down put him down <laughs> the, but no they sang there that's so the voiceover kind of bugs me too oh i want to go home mom where are you or what yeah i think he says where are you yeah it's like you know where she is she's in florida yeah i think that was just to kind of coincide with the last movie i don't know it's just a bad voiceover kids are scared of the park (laughs) yeah and how are yeah grown men get knocked off in the park (laughs) (laughs) hey mark would you want to knock it off already ah he's not gonna tell anybody Except maybe a fish or the undertaker. <laughs> oh, man. Duncan's Whoa. toy chest. At midnight midnight tonight, tonight. We're hitting Duncan's toy chest. Merry Christmas, Harry. Happy Hanukkah, Hanukkah Marv. Marv. Man, I, oh, act three. never forget that another scene that stood out to me when I was a kid was them hiding in the houses in the toy store and nobody noticing them, number yeah, one. Yeah, and then they just get up and walk and out? they just do their best hot dog impression while people walk by. Which house would you pick? I would have picked the blue one. That I always thought Harry I would because it looked more like a house, but... I keep bringing up my I'd sister because I watched it with room. her last night. She yeah. always loved the houses, too. Loved it. Uh, uh, Mr. Duncan is cool. I was wondering, what is that that Kevin buys? I noticed he buys a Swiss Army knife, which is sweet. But what would have cost him $23? 
Like, is that well, little dinosaur thing? Is that like a like one of those candy? I didn't tubes? catch what he bought. I think it was a Pez dispenser. Well, that's, that's not going to cost twenty three dollars. No, but the Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Uh, Turtle I was doves, like Mr. Duncan. I, I thought they were I part like of the voice. song. They, they are. are. But I'm not, I'm, he tries to. I never caught I'll, that I'll, until I saw. I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that. Two turtle doves. And his voice, I like it. He does have a humble brag, though. Yeah, Mr. Duncan's going to take all the money from Christmas Eve and donate it to the children's yeah, yeah, hospital. Yeah, yeah. You are. Thanks. I always thought the turtle doves were stuck together as one ornament. So did I. And then oh, Kevin's like, You'll for be free? friends forever. For free? Yeah, it's not free. You just bought it for like a hundred bucks. You gave is that a hundred dollar bill that he gives or is it twenty? Twenty. Okay, well you just bought him for twenty bucks, essentially. As a sign of our gratitude, here's you are allowed to take these. one ornament off of the tree. I get two two turtle doves. You know what they are? The two turtle doves are symbol of friendship and love. <laughs> have to be the blah blah blah. I like that part though. That was one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, because I I liked the ornaments. I, I like it even cool. better because the sart the the adult joke where he the, just made all that shit up. I don't think he made it up. He was being sincere. No, because he said because he's like, oh, I never realized the turtle doves were so important. I thought they were just in the song. Well, they are. And and of no, I think he was saying well, like, yeah, they are in the song, but also this. No, I think he made it up. I'm. T- I think he made it up. No, that's a th- that no. Even if he did make it up, that's cool. It's still meaningful. Yeah, he made he made meaning there. Be and careful if you cool. go outside. Or to, make, to bundle nippy. up, it's a bit nippy. I'll do that. Merry Christmas. And then there's a painting of him, and he's just gone. I mean, you hmm. see him leave, but. It's cool that the owner of the store he realized uh, is man he was in the Mr. counter, Duncan. though. He's not that stupid. No. I, I like that he's man in the counter, though. He's not just... It's not like he's working. I like that. Johnny, you're the only duck in my pond. It might be crazy, but I believe you. But my Tommy, Tommy gun, gun don't. don't. I'm going to give you to the count of three. They get, get your, your lousy... lousy Lion, low down, four flushing flushing carcass carcass out my my door. door. (laughs) One graphic. It shows are getting shot. (laughs) Ten. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. And a happy New Year. I love the last shot. That's iconic too. That line. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal, and a happy New Year. Uh, We. uh, That's kind of. I love you. You gotta one, do better than that. The one lady. I yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh man. I love his it. expression too before he says he's like, get down on your knees and tell me you love me. And just shaking his head. I love you. I I also like how when the, the elevator door is closing, he's like, Come here, you little shh. Yeah. And the door yep. closes. That's fine. Or when he slides through the lady. Whoa! He doesn't go. Whoa, child! Whoa! Yeah, jeez. Yeah, why did they do that? You know, they're perfectly right to be pissed at him him for scaring him away. Yes. And you have a very son. Listen, we know that the card is. We just we're going to let you stay. We're not going to let you leave. That we're not going to let you leave the apartment. We're not going to let you leave the hotel. Yeah, like alone. He screwed up. He screwed up. And he's the concierge, not the manager. Oh. Yeah. 
He does say that. It's the concierge, sir. And you was here last night, too, wasn't you? Uh, yes, yeah. I was. <laughs> I'm afraid you're mistaken. <laughs> you was here. <laughs> You've been smooching with my brother. <laughs> I'm afraid. <laughs> this movie's so quotable. I love. I just love the the gasping and the the exportations out of his mouth. You can tell he's so annoyed. Like, <laughs> get out on your knee, and he just looks over. He's like. I love you. Yeah, right. Like, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. Who's, and who's the other guy that they got? There's security, Cliff. Who's the other guy? Cliff. Is yeah, he the manager? Who he is. Just a guy. They should have had Donald Trump in there. Oh. <laughs> they gave him his cameo. <laughs> Everyone back to your rooms. There's an insane guest well, with a gun. Your rooms. <laughs> and I was like, what? That You've never seen that movie? And how is nobody... I don't know, old movie. It's whatever. Um, I that's kind of all I got. And how does too, they, how do they how are they? You made a very good how's point. The audio clear enough? It doesn't make sense so anymore. Perfectly? Doesn't make sense. But when he grabs the cookies, they make a big deal out of the damn cookies because he grabs he them and puts the them in the bag. There. He does. Yeah, he. That's okay. What he crumbles up. Okay. Which oh man, I just I would have so taken a lot more than that. Though. That whole pantry, I'd have just been that like that pantry was awesome. There. The ice cream was awesome. That might be my favorite bit is that pantry because I'm just like, uh, I want that. I'm a sucker for that. I always I th- I think I kind of thought the limo driver was a little creepy. Yes, sir. He's not that creepy, but, I think. How but, were um, they in the back alley? How did they know? I don't know. That's a very good point. How would they have known? I don't know. They wouldn't have. There was a lucky guess for the plot. That makes... That is totally plot contrivance. Plot, plot, That's plot, like plot, plot. Thor finding <laughs> New York in a portal with the cell phone. Yes. Getting the signal. I mean, that's worse, but this is <laughs> on par. Oh, boy. Hiya, pal. Hey, what did you get on the wrong plane, squirt? <laughs> you won't be needing this, little buddy. Little buddy. I think I like Marv in this movie better than I like him in the first one. Me too. Just because at like midnight tonight, we're hitting Duncan's toy chest. Five-fold. Five-fold. Twelve-year or nine-year-olds rob candy stores. We're not Marv. doing charity, kid. Or what is, is that from the first we're one? We're not doing... Uh, I don't know. Or the second one, because he says it. He says something here where he's like, we moved down. We're not knocking off... We're not knocking off houses anymore. Houses anymore. anymore. We're hitting uh, Duncan or uh, yeah, toy stores or, or whatever he says. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, basically giving away the whole plan. The whole plan. Well, he's recording. Yeah. And as a kid, yep. I didn't connect that. because yeah. I didn't know, understand film. I just like the movie. Bad guys saying they'll kill me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as a kid, I didn't read that either. But I didn't either. And I didn't understand the. Um, that's it. Is an act three. But when he threw the rock to break the window, until I was older, because that set off the alarm, and it left the note. So there's still some depth and meaning in that stuff going on with the bird lady, with like the roller yeah, blade analogy. Like if you don't use your, it's like you don't use it, you lose it. Mm-hmm. Except that doesn't really make sense to her situation. Mm. You're not gonna lose your heart because you're people's not feelings people. in their hearts are more are more difficult to understand than skates. And he's like, no. 
It's the same. I'm no. ten, lady. <laughs> I don't know. You I know won't what? forget to remember you. Don't make promises you can't keep. Oh, hello. He's like, listen, <laughs> I said it. This is Dollfire. I'll come back and see you before we leave. Why do you gotta be so kind of, like, you calling me out on this? I'm 10. Well, I like the realism that she's yeah. not like, oh, her story ends so happy-go-lucky. And it's, she, like, in, like they have a good moment and they don't end on a good note. Ten because her later, life isn't in the best She's working shape. at the hotel. She's in a b- bad place right now, and she ends the conversation with him like, don't make promises you can't keep, because it's probably similar to what her husband did. Yeah, probably. And that's the link there, I guess. Yeah, bastard. But other than that, not really relevant to his situation. No. You can mess with kids, or you can do a bunch of things, but you don't mess with kids on Christmas. Nope. Then he gets to work. He gets to work, and that goes into Act 3. You want to go to Act 3? One last thing. Yes. How did he have time to write out that whole map of traps oh, and shit? And, and crayon? And crayon? Where did he get the crayon? That's what my sister pointed out, too. He wrote it in blood. Because he totally had time to write that out, and where did he get the marker and crayon to do it? Who knows? Maybe it was in the apartment, Rob and Joe Well, how did he have time to do any of this stuff that he does in this movie? Yeah. Suspend the belief. The clown rig. Uh, that he whipped up in like five minutes. The whole setup in this house that he's not minutes. familiar with. Right. All of a sudden he's an electrician. And all of a sudden he knows, he knows the layout of the house. Yeah. It's, it's whatever. Whatever. Still love it. But we'll get to that in Act 3, yep. which is right now. Kevin sets up some bigger and better traps in his under-construction aunt and uncle's house before going to stop the bandits from robbing the toy store. He is successful, and they follow him to the house. 
His traps are extremely deadly, so they naturally kill Harry and Marv by head explosion and electrocution accompanied by a fractured vertebrae. The cops immediately show up because this is downtown NYC, so they're right there waiting. Kevin escapes, but because he's a kid, they catch him and bring him in for questioning. They end up discovering what happened last Christmas, and then they end up... Uh, Kevin gets tried as an adult because he killed guys in cold blood. He pleads not guilty because the jury has sympathy on him given his age and his abusive, neglectful home life. He gets off scot-free but is sent to live in a group home where he's eventually aged out because nobody wants to adopt a murderer. Here's where the plot thickens. He's 18 years old now, working as a doorman at the motherfucking Plaza Hotel. The last manager... Plaza. The last manager, I was still thinking he's a manager, has obviously been fired for letting a minor do all the things he did. And Rob Schneider had the next seniority, so he gets promoted. Full circle, Kevin now works for him and never counts his tips in public. While on his lunch break one afternoon, he runs into the now elderly bird lady. She kept the turtle dove Kevin gave her, gave her and waited for him all those years because he promised he'd see her again. They catch up on life and she reveals she actually has taken a husband. He's a frequent guest at the hotel. Now that Kevin looks, he realizes she's cleaned up and just comes to feed birds as a trophy wife. It's a hobby. They are in town on a business meeting her husband is a part of. He buys the hotel, and the place goes to shit because the new owner can't run a business. But then he decides to run for president years later. This could never work, Kevin thinks. But he's now unemployed, so what does he know? Am I right? Anyway, he goes back to his hometown in Chicago and takes a job as a store clerk where he got the toothbrush from. One day, a little boy visits. His name is Alex Pruitt, and what he doesn't know is that one day soon he will be in the very same situation as Kevin once was. Luckily, the two become friends and Kevin teaches him all about machines and traps, so he's prepared for Home Alone 3. Is what would have happened if people were competent in this film. The bandits Mm -hmm. instead get destroyed without bleeding or dying somehow, which is miraculous given the electrocution Marv uh, gets and Harry's head being blown up. Uh, from <laughs> every single trap Kevin made. But they end up getting him and taking him to Central Park to murder him right out in the open. Bird Lady saves him, and the cops get him. Get them. Kevin heads to the big tree where his mom finds him. The family wakes up on Christmas morning to a truckload of toys from Duncan, and Kevin gives his turtle dove to Birdie and then gets screamed at <laughs> by his dad for his room service bill credits birdie <clears throat> yeah give her a nickname we should have just How called her that the whole time the hell did one day of room service he's only there for like a day right be 967 dollars we're talking about the plaza true everything is really upcharged i mean that mm. sunday he did add an extra scoop that's a 20 dollar upcharge <laughs> right there but he ain't driving he ain't part. paying either that part that line. Kevin has my wallet. My wallet's in my bag. Kevin, Kevin has, has my, my bag. bag. He has my wallet. Oh no! Did he Another... have? Does he have a credit card in the bag, sir? Yes. When? Well, I'm gonna call the credit card companies now. We'll get down to the bottom of if he used he it to buy anything. We'll know where he is. Shunk, shunk. Um, iconic line. Kevin. You spent $967 on room service. Oh, Dad. (laughs) That's in the book. 
that book I was telling you about the pop classic children's book that oh. line is in it and I'm so glad because I get to reenact it um, these traps are That's darker cool. more fun I love the brick scene even though that oh my fractured his word. skull that is and my the accuracy and why move favorite scene but move hilarious just move it's so freaking funny though cross my heart and hope to die listen kid nothing would thrill me more <laughs> than, than to, to shoot come you. up there and shoot you <laughs> knocking off a little kid needs nothing to me I <laughs> whatever the line dialogue. is I, that, I think that's what it is <laughs> but we're, since we're short on shoot. time or whatever yeah just like, throw down the camera and we'll you'll never we'll hear from, from us, us again. again promise cross, cross my, my heart hope, to, hope die. to die all right here it kid. comes give it to me those bricks would have killed him and why didn't he just move Ugh. they're watching it how many fingers am i holding up eight oh. hey. Come on, Marv. Get up. Harry. Marv, get up. He doesn't have any more. That was incredible. <laughs> You're going to lose. Oh, I love it. <laughs> just in the, the brick marks on his forehead mirrored the iron. Yes. There's a lot of ring theory stuff, but. I always thought the um, the glop of that green goo was, was really satisfying looking. It yeah. reminded me of flubber. Kinda. <laughs> I love the sound Frigga, effect. Frigga, it gets Frigga, me. Frigga, it's Frigga, so funny. The and then <laughs> Mar Harry just throws that wood off the stairs for no reason. <laughs> you notice that? He moves him out of the way, but then just throws him. Maybe because he's pissed off because he just fell on his ass. <laughs> yes. Yes. And he gets hit with, in the head with a bunch of wrenches and tools and oh the man. staple scene. Dude, Marv gets the worst of it in this movie. Harry kind of gets it worse in the last I mean, movie. His head gets blown up. Harry's does in this one. Right, but <laughs> so where what do we have? The bricks always funny. They cut out the brick stuff on TV. Too violent. They only have like one brick throw on the TV edit. Because it's all the same. You're gonna lose. <laughs> Booby traps, Home Alone. We got the bricks, the nail gun in the door. I was like that too. Oh my! I never thought that was oh! that funny as a kid, but watching it now, it's hilarious. Got All these traps, the balls, crack me up. All right, Home Alone two. You want me to, yep. to list them all? Like yeah. In the last one, okay. For Harry, he they slip on the they both slip on the pearls. Um, get punched in the face. Um, there's no way he would have flown that high up in the air from that. Oh, um, absolutely not. That, that, Harry, uh, that was incredible. The, uh, yeah, that at the toy store. Um, he took our picture. How'd my hair look? <laughs> tries to get a hold of the fire escape ladder, but it's greasy. A bag of tools falls on him and his head gets burned with a blowtorch and then gets blown up. Uh, he falls. <laughs> He falls from a sawed ladder, narrowly dodges paint cans, but then gets that big old um, 
uh, what what is it? The the pipe. Yeah. Um, crushed by a tool chest. It was the sound of a, a tool, tool chest, chest going down, down the stairs. stairs. <sighs> Which ah! it wouldn't have that it would have tumbled over. Right. It wouldn't have gone down right. that easy. On Watching this, it now. Whatever. It um, falls three stories when Kevin sets the rope on fire and showered by birdseed. And then Marv, the pearls punched, four bricks, gets the staples, giant hole. Wow. What a hole. When he cracks his neck, <laughs> very satisfying. And how does he not down. see the hole? His, his peripheral they, vision. They show that. They show that with the pan of I him know. looking inside. But, but real you would peripheral. Ne- you would see the floor. Yes. I know. It was I've reached the, the top. Uh, he falls My through. sister pointed out how ironic is it that he says he reached the top and he takes one step and then he's at the, the bottom, bottom in yeah. the basement. And then he slips on a, the soap, which he's not going forward. He wouldn't have <laughs> slid like that. What's with the little dance he does? Because he's trying to get his balance. He's um, like rubbing his belly. Covered in paint, which is really gross when he opens his mouth and it's in his mouth. Uh, uh, gets oh. electrocuted. I'm going to murder that skeleton. kid. You see a skeleton. What are we doing? I always loved that part when I was a kid, too. Hit by the, It's a 100-pound bag of dust, cement, which would have broken his neck falling from that height. Uh, the paint cans, tool chest, three stories. You know, the same stuff. But... I, it's hilarious. It is. I love these tracks. Joel's going to kill me. Joel's going to kill me. Not again. Not again. They should have been able to uh, escape after the bird seed, though. It gets thrown on them, and they just stand there? Well, Marv's just like... Like, run. They're birds. Go. Run, I God. never made it to the sixth grade. Looks like you're not going to make it there either. Shoot him. I'm trying to shoot him. <laughs> shoot her. Shoot her. Shoot her. Shoot her. I'm trying to shoot her. <laughs> I always was the gun. It looked... I don't know. I never got the gravity like it's a gun, but it was covered in a bunch of shit, so it was hard to It was almost like like not taking it seriously and that you can hear the Yeah when he's handling the gun. But I've got a gun in my pocket. And if word comes out of your mouth, you'll be spitting gum out of your forehead. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's the movie's graphic. You better say every prayer you ever heard, kid. Oh, remember last year? No. <laughs> All, right, All right. I'm coming up. Oh! Right in the right. schnoz. That's one. Right in my oh. mouth, Marv. Oh, yeah. That's two. Let's get him. I'll get him. <laughs> Ow. Ow. Right in the schnoz. <laughs> All right. Let's That's get him. Two. That's three. three. Two, and then ching, it lands ching. on him. That's four. <laughs> I was wait. I I guess that's, that's so, a Mandela effect. That's such effect. a good spin on that. There, there's um, I have this Mandela effect, which if you don't know what that is, it's when you think you remember something a certain way, but it's wrong. Mm-hmm. So like the Berenstain Bears, Berenstain Bears, uh, certain logos. Um, Luke, I am your father. Yeah, and it's no, just no, I'm your. Father. I am your father. Yeah, no, yeah. Um. I, even to this day when I'm watching it, I I expect them, when the tool chest hits them, for them to go, that's five. But oh, they don't say oh. that. 
They don't. The thing about the tool chest, it's it, always, it scared me when I was a kid because it looks like a monster. What's that sound? Like when it's coming down the stairs, like the top of it's opening up and it looks like a mouth, like, like falling down. And it wouldn't have broken the door like that. No, it wouldn't have crushed them like that. It, it wouldn't was, have. Had, it wouldn't have. It would have. Okay. The stairs wouldn't. You don't. Stuff doesn't roll. Fine. Some of the biggest issue. This is where I was talking about earlier. And the re, like, how if I were these two, why are they so? They're falling into the same thing they've already they've encountered with this kid last year, and they're doing it again. And they wouldn't. If they hear a ruckus upstairs and it's coming down the stairs, you wouldn't put your ear up to the door. Yeah, won't you wait like, outside? He'll come out eventually. Like especially when great. he threw bricks at you. Like, okay, we're not messing with this kid. Suck bricks, kid. Yeah. <laughs> his accuracy. That sound of the bricks incredible. flying through the air gets me too. Harry, you were an aftershave. <laughs> no, it's kerosene. The rope, rope is soaked, soaked in it. it. Why would anyone oh, soak a rope in kerosene, Marv? Or, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then they just fall and they don't die, and the paint cans fall on them and they don't die. Come on, Marv. Come on, keep going, keep going. Oh, the tables have go up. turned. Go up, go up, go up, climb. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Sturdy as a rock. Beautiful night for a neck injury. <laughs> whoa. Did you say whoa? No. <laughs> yeah, nice night for a neck injury. Nice night for a neck injury. Oh, and then he says, suck brick, kid. I love the sound effects. I'm down here, you big horse's ass. And <laughs> he suck says that brick, here. kid. Yeah. My, we were, I was watching that with Miles, my son, three years old. And he heard that part, and I'm like, oh, he repeats stuff. And he laughed because he didn't, he doesn't know what swear words are. Mm-hmm. So he thought, like, what did he say? He he laughed at it. And he's like, something sass. And I'm like, okay, good. We dodged a bullet there. I'm like, yeah, isn't that silly? And he's like, yeah. He thought it was so funny, which I appreciated that he laughed at that. I'm like, mm-hmm. you don't even know what that means. But it, yeah. And then the There's, fireworks. It's so cartoony. Like, yeah. well, this is where you really get into the cartoon aspect of the unrealism of the traps, which... Yeah. They had to do something. It was somewhat realistic in the first movie. And yeah, they had to ramp it up. Sequel. And they ramped it up. And Higher this time it's one. lethal, except they don't die. They're like the yeah. they're like the chick in Austin Powers. Why, Why won't, won't you, you die? die? Yeah. I oops. I like that his mom put together that he would be at the tree. Very convenient. Mm-hmm. They would have never found. I didn't quite catch what I, I've seen the movie probably a bunch of times. But the scene where she's talking to the cop. Yeah. Do you have children? Yeah. And what would you do? Probably the same thing as you. But this Stop is it. New York or whatever. Yeah. And he deserves we'll to be at it. home with his family. We'll handle with his it. Christmas tree. I do Ma- The like... mom in this movie, Kate, reminds me she's of my better. own mom. Yeah. Because she even had a similar haircut to my mom. The 90s. And Better kind of a similar, person. kind of a similar look with the earrings and the makeup. Yeah. And... I I love how they really let him have it at the hotel. Like, do you... what and kind you... of idiots do you have working here? The, the finest, finest in New York. York. <laughs> but the the parent when we tried to confront him, he ran. Well, you scared, scared him off. Why? 
Like it's what we're all thinking. Like you right. guys are d- like how you. It was very convincing. Right. Okay. And I like how exhausted mom looks. Because she would be. Be just. I always do feel a little bad for Tim Curry after, after he gets, he gets slapped, slapped because he's about to like cry and I'm just like oh, maybe that was too. Do bundle up. It, it's awfully cold outside. Armed to the teeth. <laughs> I just slapped myself. Be careful there. You go cry. You go squirt some. We're talking about New York City. I'm trying to do Tim Curry. That was awful. Nice family. Real good family. When he, uh, Buzz yeah. gives him the, the chewed the, up gum. Yeah. The tip. Ring theory. Um, let's go to the room. Um, I like how toys. Fuller gets his own damn bed. Yeah. Which is bullshit. It's funny, though. I'd be pissed. Yeah, it's fine. And he's got pa- Pepsi cans it's next Christmas. to him. It's Christmas. Yeah, good callback. I don't think Santa goes to hotels. I I always love, and I'm sure you caught it, when Buzz is trying to get everybody's attention. He's like, hey, and he tries to whistle, and he just goes... Yeah. Because he can't whistle. Yeah. I just got that, too. His... His bit with Kevin is much better than this. Oh, yeah. Because it's more heartfelt. What does he like, say in the last Merry one? Merry Christmas. It's, um, Thanks for not hey, burning the house down. Pretty cool you didn't burn the house yeah. down. And this one, he's like, since Kevin got us in this mess again, and his mom goes to stop, and he's like, no, just... I think it's only right that Kevin gets the first present. And then me. And I'll go. And then... Yeah. And so on. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Kevin. And it's yeah. sincere. Until he gets the bill. Dad... Dad. And then, all right, enough of this mushy sh- show of emotion. Of emotion. <laughs> I love that. It's twice now that they cut the word shit out. Yep. PG. It's PG. Ratings were different. Now you know how it feels to be on the ice. Oh, yeah, that's what he says. That's what he says. Taking a little stroll through the oh, park. We, uh, we missed the presents. Oh, he made us rob a be... toy store and shut up, Marv. Shut up, Marv. Yeah, uh, we're the we're the, not the wet bandits anymore. We're the sticky bandits. Uh, S uh, T. Uh, who, who I who I the police officer. That's that's always weird to me. Oh, it's what, a shame. It's too early. Thing? You guys missed the presents. Oh, we missed the presents. Well, he, we made, he made us uh, camp out in little toy houses. Shut up, Marv. Yeah, we were gonna. What does he say next? I don't remember. But because then he's like, "Shut up!" Shut up, Marv. S G I I. And that's the last we hear of Marv and Harry, forever, until Daniel Stern made that funny little Facebook or Twitter video when he's in character. Because did I see that? Macaulay Culkin like put out that other video project where he's like a sadistic serial killer or something and oh. Marv's like he's gonna find me he's coming after me I think I would be in favor of a Home Alone 3 a proper Home Alone 3 with them like picking up they maybe have Kevin to. has I kids. don't think Joe Pesci would do it oh I think he would I don't think so he's think old he dude yeah they all are I just want to see Macaulay Culkin in that role again no Joe Pesci can't do all that physicality now well in today's world, Christopher Lee did a lightsaber battle. You CGI faces on body doubles. I guess. You just do it. Like, come on. Seriously, that Palpatine, would be that would be a same thing. proper threequel. 
I think. They could, yeah, and that they would could be just a ignore one. all the other bad like, ones. Like, people, if you had made a, a, th- a third one with the actual cast and everything, whatever, that would get people to watch it. But don't you don't have John do. Hughes anymore. Yeah. He's passed away. And what would you do in a third one? Kevin has a family. I don't know if Kevin would have a family. He gets, he's living alone and they come no, back. that like, wouldn't make, that would be kind of lame. Like, we already got the sequel, actually. It's Saw, I told you. Yeah. And that trilogy. He's Jigsaw. In your bra. <laughs> um, We should do the carry. A7. Seven. <laughs> seven. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we we have not done a Jim Carrey movie yet. No. We're about to when we come back mm-hmm. after the holidays. We're going to be doing the Batman. But, um, yeah, this movie really... It, it never gets old for me. It does I'll still watch it to fall asleep. It's just a good movie to have on in the background. It's a comfort food. Yes, it is. Thank you. It's a comfort food. It's exactly that. It, it makes you feel good, and especially for you, because you have those positive uh, yeah, connotations it with it from your past. Yeah. It's an escape. I... I had movies like that when I was a kid too. Like I watched Balto like every night there you almost. Go. I watched the the Land Before Time 3 too. Those were my two comfort movies when I was a kid. When I was had anxieties. But mine was this, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. This was a favorite for sure. Two Christmas movies. And um Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So kind of all Christmas type movies. I know, right? Because they came out in November. Yeah, At least, but uh, I would watch that in my sidebar. We'll talk about when we do Harry Potter, but I would watch Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone and stay up late with a buddy of mine. Like on the weekend, he would stay the night, and we would like act out the train scene because I had a wizard chess set, and we would just pretend like I had toy wands, chess. and it was just fun. Like those memories, movies, like that's the same type of feeling I get with this movie, that nostalgia thing. But yeah, I remember my room. I can picture my room exactly. It was very small. We lived in a trailer, but it was my safe. It was my room. I think the reason why we had su- we have such positive nostalgia for this movie is because it reminds us of the comfort, in your case, in your room, and the comfort we had back, like and me and that. me in our old house. So just when things were simpler, yeah. When you could sit at home and watch a movie, you didn't work all week long you didn't work full time you didn't have homework or you only had a little homework but you could spend your time watching movies having fun and enjoying your time as a kid and maybe that ties into kevin being a kid too and living vicariously like identifying with the kid protagonist i guess well and now for me i have a three-year-old and he's watching it with me and he's laughing with it and i'm just like yeah and And he has the books now that's great and it's fun, and he loves those books. It just reminds us of better times or our comfort zones. Yeah. Me being, I have a lot of fond memories from when I was a kid, so it kind of reminds me of when I would watch it back then and the comforts that come with that. Even just, yes. it's like, it kind of reminds me of the sensation you get when you, there's always, like, you remember watching a movie or playing a video game or something in a certain time of day on a certain day or a certain season. And then whenever yeah. you remember that and you think, oh, yeah, I remember that part. And it was all cl- like it was sunset outside and the leaves were blowing. And yeah. I remember that. It takes you back. It takes you back and it puts you in that f- fond memory. 
Somewhere in my man. Ah, that's not the fucking song. Nope. That's nope. all right. We got you. Ah, shame on me, John Williams fanboy over here. Just calm down. <laughs> calm down. Hey, hey. All right. Now, if Kevin hadn't screwed up in the first place again, then we wouldn't be in this most perfect and huge hotel room with a truckload of all this free stuff. So, I think it only fair that Kevin get to open up the first present. Then I'll go, and the rest of you, and so on. Merry Christmas, Kev. Merry Christmas, Buzz. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Kevin. Okay, Kevin! All right! Merry Christmas! All right, enough of this gooey sh show of emotion. All right, everyone, stick in! Yeah. All right. I don't know any any final thoughts on it. I, we're kind of wrapping up here. Yeah, but um, yeah, just a fun. I mean, it's a fun. Obviously, very quotable. It's very quotable. That's all we've been doing. For oh the third man, act. it's so quotable. Incredibly quotable with the Tim Curry stuff. Have a lovely day. This is how <laughs> they say it. I was oh. hoping to be able to speak with him personally. He's I don't think you'll be mad. seeing him the rest of the <laughs> trip. Would you want to see somebody that walked in and you taking a shower? No, I suppose not. <laughs> Isn't that what he says? Well, okay. First of all, that's very unprofessional for the concierge to sneak into somebody's room. I think he has his own theme, like the hotel step. <laughs> it's the Grinch theme. That shot is iconic. And the light goes on behind him. Mm-hmm. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Toys in every store. Yeah. <sighs> Home Alone 2. Yeah, so like we said, we're not doing Home Alone 3. No. We're not doing with Home the little Sweet race car with the microchip in it. With I do the like that one. That's another one from my childhood that I would often the watch third one? at my grandma's house. Yeah, I would too. Um, that guy would die if a lawnmower fucking landed most on of his them head. Uh, but we're not doing those. Uh, just because I don't. These are. This is the franchise. We don't care about the other ones or the new one. Not good. I'm not going to waste my time. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's been Home Alone. Perfect time for release for this episode. It'll release, I think, just before Christmas. Good. Just before Christmas. Good. Good. Two turtle doves. Two, and yet his voice, <laughs> man, buzz. 
Ah, I didn't get. I want to see a, a reunion. That's <laughs> you know what part I forgot to mention. A reunion would be great. Now that you mentioned that, that would be cool. When he takes a smile, say cheese, and they both, and do. then Marv, <laughs> it was like angry smile, but he still takes a second to look. And he's like, <laughs> Harry's pissed, but Marv's like, he took our picture. How'd my hair look? Oh my gosh, this movie. <laughs> I love it. Falls on the car, which. <laughs> Yeah, would have died. Yeah, would have died. Several times. Wouldn't have went up that, that high for sure. Times. No, no way he would have. But he's and little. Sidebar, how come none of the neighbors are hearing any of this shit going down? It has to be, what, 7 or 8 o'clock? Well, midnight. Midnight? Because at midnight tonight, they robbed Oh, the... yeah, yeah, duh. At but midnight. they would have been woken up. But they would have been woken up by all the shit racket going and on in fire? the house. There's a fire what happened to that? Did it get put out? What was it? What did they the paint? What, what was the paint? Was that paint or what was that? Was that it was paint. was that lacquer or I think it was a mixture because it doesn't I don't think it was paint. It doesn't look like paint. It almost looks like oil or it was something. definitely paint or lacquer, some sort of finish finish. That's the word I'm looking yeah. for. Oh, I think what it might have been rope finish. A, soak a rope in kerosene. <laughs> Other than that, I think it, it's it's good. The only issues I have with it are the illogical things that the happen. Illog- some of the stuff just takes it a l- for comedy's sake. I like it, but it does take it bent. It really stretches the yeah. the suspension there when they keep like going into the house, even though it was like I'm not fucking around with this. Like I'm, we're getting out of New York. They know what he's capable like, of. We're like, getting out of losses. New York. Exactly. Get out of there. Go like, to don't underestimate the kid. Yeah, you did once. You did it again. I mean, that's kind of on them now. Yeah. At that point. Um, yeah, but good stuff. It's good been stuff. fun covering these two. Uh, Christmas at the time early. You know, we're, we're Beautiful wrapping up shots Christmas. too. Yeah. One, like the World Trade Center helicopter. The one in. Oh, when he's running through the park, running away from Bird Lady, the first birdie. Oh, yeah, with the statue with the pointing. statue pointing yeah. at him like how did they they must have had someone telling him to stop running oh, off screen yeah. to have that oh, yeah. finger point at him perfectly like that mm-hmm. very cool well shot good job yeah. chris and your cinematographer good work, but also good work. at the end when he's talking to birdie gives her the dove and they hug and it shows that big far away wide shot and the oh, birds yeah. flying up the pigeons love that final shot because mm-hmm. you get the the yelling too that apparently the whole city of new york can hear I don't know. It's amplified for effect. There's no Did way he, he open would have the window that. and shout yeah. from the top of the plaza. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I yeah. think it's supposed to be basically non-diegetic. I no, it's not because he reacts to it. True, but how did he hear Buzz too? He didn't hear. Maybe Buzz, Buzz opened the window. Yeah, he did. No. Because but you can hear if he heard his dad, then he must have heard Buzz say, "Oh, dad." No, I don't think so because Ke- he, his dad was louder. And to show just and how mad he why was. Why do we hear Buzz then? Because we're in the room with him. Oh, because Buzz Cause looks at the bill. He says it while bill. he's looking at it, and he gets that smirk on his face. Yeah, but then it cuts away to. to well, then we have to, to hear Kevin it, and yeah. the Bird Lady. It's like a voiceover thing. It doesn't okay. matter. It's it, how movies It's no big deal. Yeah, I'm, big, I've I'm said, a big deal. Uh, I'm with the resistance. I've said my, yeah, I've said all my piece. Uh, looking forward to the wrap up. I almost got the wrap written, 
I'm really excited about it. Is it's it a Christmas good one. wrap? No, it's something no. better. Well, at midnight tonight, I'm we'll, dropping it. You're no, dropping I, it. I, I'll, I'll, I gotta finish up one verse. We're hitting Spider-Man: No Way Home, dude. Fivefold, dude. By the We're time this be comes out, we'll have already seen it on our wrap-up episode. We'll. Oh, oh man, I just got Stay chills, off the internet. Dude. I know you for the next two days. You, for the next two days. Don't look for clips for this. Just I'm, don't. Edit this after Thursday. I don't care. Mm, I'm probably going to anyway. Or don't look for clips I'm almost until done. after Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But that doesn't make any sense to any of you. Um what? <clears throat> we all do. Christian what? Yeah. Christian It's Christmas. We're all in misery. Play us out. All right. Well, Spencer, thank you for that. Um, thank you, listeners, for tuning in to yet another episode of Sequel Man, the podcast. We've come to it at last, the end of this episode. And the, well, we got one more wrap-up episode for Home Alone, but before we head in back into Batman with the Schumacher, Schumacher films. Finish that but up. This is it. This is the end of the Home Alone series, other than the wrap-up, and we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you wanna, if you enjoyed what you heard, listen to a lot of our other episodes. We got a lot of other stuff. So if if you heard, you know. If you listen, you know. But if you're new, we got a bunch of stuff: Hunger Games, Austin Powers, uh, MCU, all that good stuff. Star Wars. Tune in, Batman. Oh no! Uh-oh. Uh, I'm going at my outro. I can't. Joel's really gonna lay into us now. But please don't. Um, yeah. He took that the wrong way. But you can listen to us on Podbean. That's where our site is, our podcast is hosted. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Pandora, not Spandora, Pandora. No, not Span. <laughs> Standora. Standora. Pandora. He's a great guy, Stan. A- anywhere else. He's a good man. But. Sonic Spotify. Yeah. Yep, oh, Spotify. yeah, the Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yeah, we well, might be covering that. Yeah, I think maybe. I'm really looking forward to that. Super excited. Yep. Go ahead, Spencer. Oh, okay. Give us a review on iTunes. I'll find it. I actually got to look. I haven't looked in a bit. Full disclosure. Um, <laughs> I deleted the app to uh, save room on my phone, but I'll get it. Uh, it doesn't matter. Find us there. Apple, give us a review. Um, we're on Twitter, I guess, at SequelMan19. Instagram, SequelMan, the podcast. The Facebook. We're, Echo. We're there. We're there. We post of uh, Brandon Pops. Uh, he, he posted a meme on there, so check that out. It's pretty funny. And we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll keep on in the speak pipe. Just like how Marvin Harry got hit with their pipe. Speak to us on this one. That's three and four. And that's, <laughs> that's what we got. Um, we'll be back for the wrap-up with this. A little short Christmas um, franchise. We'll see you next year with a new Christmas franchise. And with that... Do you have any ideas for Christmas franchises? Let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Some of your Christmas classics. Go ahead. But with that... We can't wait until the next one. That's right, Christian, because here at Sequelman the Podcast, all films are created sequel. Take care. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs>
All right. So, Spider-Man, Toby dude. McGuire, dude. I can't Toby. believe it. Toby fucking McGuire. I know that's, that's not your middle name. name. And Andrew Garfield. So, <laughs> Andrew, you know what's funny about that? It's going to be real funny you if they heard, don't show up. You've heard nothing next to Zilch from Toby McGuire. My friend who I worked with at the theater just posted a joke. He posted like, no way home. Toby McGuire. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> no way home. Toby McGuire. No comment. Andrew Garfield. I'm not in the movie. I've told you I'm not in the movie. There's no way I'm not in the movie. I'm definitely not in the movie. Uh, there's no, I'm, I'm just, no way home. No way I'm in the movie. So. I saw one similar where it's Andrew Garfield denying, like, not in the movie. And then it's a picture of Toby McGuire and it's, yeah, I'm in that one. <laughs> it goes to it does an interview yeah i'm in it but oh man all right i'll i'll, I'll stop the recording okay